0: But of course, right now, time to talk parenting with uh, author speaker uh, Nikki Bush. She is a human potential and parenting expert. And today we're looking at the fact that if your child is off to university or going away for a gap year, you do have just a few weeks to do some serious life skills prep with them, right? Reinforce, I guess, many lessons that you have been teaching them all this time. Nikki Bush, great to have you in the studio, as always.
1: Good Good morning, morning. I feel where?
0: Nikki, this is uh, this is such a, a loaded and emotive conversation because you're doing skills prep, as you say, before you send your child off to university or before they jet off to that gap year, for that gap year. But in many ways, it really is just a recap of things that you've been teaching them all this time. One all would 17 hope. 18 years. One would hope refill where? Well, Nikki, if if it's not a recap then <laughs> we've <laughs> for got many We have got many things to like reconsider at this point. Yeah. I
1: can honestly tell you that for many many young people mm. this will be the first time that mm. these conversations are actually being had with mm. them. Mm. Um, while you and I may think that in our homes we are passing on this wisdom mm. and these lessons on a day-to-day basis, The reality is it doesn't happen in every home And so it can be a massive shock And I speak from experience here You know, from having two kids go through university One living in res, one sharing digs And phoning me in saying But my housemate doesn't know how to use a mop Doesn't know how to wash dishes Mm. Doesn't know how to cook pasta I'm having to teach him the basics And it was like jaw-dropping for him because he grew up learning Mm. these skills. Some kids don't. And so this journey to independence is a big thing, even for the children who have actually been allowed to do these things or been exposed to them because it's actually really stepping away from mom and dad, especially if they're going away. And they're now going to have to – run their own lives without your interference you're not there to catch and carry them anymore and the reality of life is going to slap them in the face sure so for example uh one of the things that they need to learn is budgeting and i was chatting to my goddaughter the other day who's now going into honors year Mm. and she said we were talking about how she she works with her money uh, every month now her parents give her a set amount but they let her pay from that amount. She's taken responsibility for paying the rent, paying the electricity, paying the water. She said, oh, the worst part of the month is when the bills arrive. <laughs> and I said, well, welcome to reality. And um, she has two jobs. Mm-hmm. So she's studying. She's got two jobs where she's coaching kids and... Um, She gets, obviously, the amount of her allowance from her parents, which has got to cover X, Y, and Z. And then her own money has got to cover extras. Sure. And I think that that's part of the reality of living away from home. And sometimes, you know, you might think, well, you know, doing a degree is quite difficult. You don't have time to get a job. But I have known medical students who have worked on weekends every weekend because they've had to make ends meet. Sure. And I think it's the degree of need that often drives whether you get a job or not. Both my children got jobs throughout their studies. This is real life. You know, real life is, is, is tough. We yeah. work eight hours to 10 hours a day on a normal day as an adult. And I guess, you know, they're getting into the swing of of real life.
0: Yeah. So- this is, you know, this is the point in your parenting journey and your child's uh, journey of growing up and eventually becoming an adult, which is the training wheels coming off. And everything that you've spoken about or that you've done in the sort of setting comfort safety net of your parents being around, it's all happening in action. Right. And I have this abiding memory uh, of my own shock and horror at first year university of a young guy from KZN, Peter Maritzburg, who was essentially, he, he spent a good month just, you know, bumming food or pies and things off people because he got his first tranche of money that semester and from his parents and he blew it all on throwing a party at <laughs> <laughs> <It> his <was> flat. <laughs> We're all at university. Common sense tells you, of course, this is not a good idea. <laughs> Food needs to be bought. That's the one thing amongst other things. So independence is, is, is very much about that, isn't it? Uh, exercising restraint, uh, <laughs> not, uh, not, uh, not throwing away your guardrails, and actually not giving in to temptation because mom and dad are far away and you're on your own. You're finally adulting. So budgeting is one thing that you're talking about um, that uh, young, young people need to do. Parents also need to be able to step away and say, listen, you're going to deal with the consequences of your actions, right? What else are we, re, are we having conversations around mm-hmm. for parents of young people that are going away uh, and living away from oh. home?
1: So here's an interesting one. Um, backups of your laptop and your cell phone of course so um, cell phones it's rife in universities that um, or in university towns Mm -hmm. uh, when kids go out pubbing and clubbing and whatever cell phones get stolen sure out of pockets out of handbags off the bar counter there are literally gangs that cruise student areas looking for an easy easy Mm -hmm. catch and so don't don't buy an expensive cell phone. Number one, we've learned that lesson, having lost so many cell phones at university. Um, number two is always back up your data. Mm-hmm. So another young person I know, uh, living in in Res recently, oh uh, no, in Digs, um, they happened to have left the patio security gate open just for a fraction. Mm-hmm. Both laptops got stolen. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, they had their stuff backed up in the cloud because it was the middle of exam season Mm -hmm. this happens you know life happens but there are backups just like you pay insurance to insurance companies uh we need to back up data so does your your child have um their their stuff in the cloud you know it's just a reminder make sure you back up regularly um and and make sure you can access the cloud if need be um then it would be things like um your insurance claims and medical aid have the conversation your child might not know the detail of your medical aid policy that it requires you to use hospitals within a specific network so if they're going to be down in stellenbosch or cape town or durban or pe or wherever where is the appropriate hospital where you're not going to have to pay that extra eight and a half thousand rand if they use an out-of-network hospital sure um a local gp you know finding a local gp for your child wherever they're going to be mm-hmm. um making sure as a mother you know their medical history girls are better than boys at this at carrying the medical history in their
0: head mm-hmm. why do you say that but
1: It's things like boys forget their history. It's not, those details are not so important. You know, uh, real allergies, yes, they'll remember. Um, But what's their history in terms of falls, accidents, in terms of operations? Those are the things they're going to be asked by a doctor or if they're in casualty or something like that. You know, you can actually do a quick summary and put it on in a file somewhere that they can access if need be. Um, And, What about um, things like insurance claims? The cell phone gets lost. They have a bumper bashing. Mm -hmm. Do they know how to cope in that kind of a situation? If there's a bumper bashing, make sure you get a copy of the other person's driver's license of their um, registration, Mm -hmm. um, car registration number. Do they know who your insurance broker is? and who they need to call in the event of an accident. Um, And then police reports in the event of an accident. Mm. You've got to go within a set number of days, go and get a police report. And here's something else I just want to add. Insurance companies are increasingly making use of all the cameras that are on street corners. (sighs) Don't lie. Mm. Don't lie. Mm. Because you could be so caught out. So you need to know what the facts are give the clear truth honest facts etc and um, make the necessary reports
0: i'll say this better uh footage cctv footage than me having to draw those darn (laughs) diagrams because who told them i was an artist i don't know how to draw i know i know so (laughs) So incredibly frustrating exactly (laughs) so
1: um you know those things are important it's actually called scenario planning Mm If you have given your child a blueprint for what if, what if you have a car accident? What if your phone gets stolen? What if you lose your wallet? Mm. You have to cancel your credit cards. And they may have their own credit or debit card for their own account. But these days, we often have family credit cards you know um and and you can actually keep a a track of you know what your kids are spending obviously um but it means that if that credit card goes missing Mm -hmm. for your own safety your kids need to put it on pause make sure they've got the banking apps on their phones you know some kids are more technologically sound than others so we need to give them a bit of a leg
0: up here speaking of scenario planning um talking about partying drinking going out, contraception. I I think all of those sort of fit into one very tidy bracket, maybe messy bracket, depending on your child's habits and uh, proclivities. How are you having those? How do you suggest those conversations need to go when it comes to going out partying and contraception?
1: So the reality is that your children are stepping away from you. They're going to be experimenting with life. They're going to see how long they can stay awake for. Uh, And there's going to be all-nighters that they're going to be pushing, especially in those first couple of weeks of um, being at university. They're going to be experimenting with how much they can drink. Mm. Um, There are going to be lots of parties. And with that does come uh, loss of inhibitions. So the facts of the matter, you've got to be quite straight with them. You're going to be drinking. You may be having sex. I'm not there If they're not on contraception already, best you have that conversation. Because better safe than sorry. Mm. Okay. Mm -hmm. So if you haven't done the birds and the bees yet, (laughs) best you do. Mm -hmm. And at this point in time, it's the facts of life. You have young people with raging hormones. Sex is a fact of life. And so they need to know what's available if they need to go to the local GP and get contraception rather start now than after the fact.
0: Mm. Um, and so- you say something so key, I think, to me as well as uh, as a woman that uh, it's not just only a matter of going on contraception, but it's absolutely the prerogative of men and boys as well to take absolute care and also be on top of that as well. Right, it's not good enough to say, "Are you on the pill?" or no. "Do you have a?" If you don't want babies, STIs, your job is to strap on. Exactly. You know exactly <laughs> to strap on, um, uh, to strap on protection. So it's it's not we're not playing Russian roulette no. here. You have to be absolutely as responsible as possible because this all could the time.
1: Sabotage your future. And this is the bottom line. Mm -hmm. If you are there to get your degree, you want to get your degree and not have a pregnancy interrupt Mm -hmm. your your degree or having to make an awful decision of whether to have an abortion or not.
0: Or the stress of just any kind of scares, right? Exactly. Getting tested. So, yeah, you, you want to make your journey as stress free as possible. Linked to that, I guess, might be managing reputational risk on social media. How much you're putting out there and for what reasons?
1: Less is more when it comes to social media and post- pasting photographs out there. Always remember who's going to be looking at this. One day you will want a job, and people much smarter than you and I can hack into everything and find out everything you've been doing if you have posted or pasted and shared anything. So, less is more. You have one mind. You have one body, you have one reputation. It just takes one photograph that may be taken out of context even mm-hmm. uh, to ruin your reputation. So I think we should encourage our kids to travel in, in groups when they're socializing, to look after each other. And very recently, um, a, a friend of mine's daughter had her drink spiked in third year. Mm-hmm. She had been vigilant For her whole degree, and would you believe right at the end of her undergrad degree, um, when they were out celebrating, Mm. getting into honors, Mm -hmm. they had their drinks spiked. So we have to have the conversations with our kids about spiking drinks. It's a huge reality. And this is where you get the designated driver or the designated non-drinker, mm-hmm. where if there's a crowd of five of you, particularly if they're girls, that one person is not going to drink, and that person has got eagle eyes on everything. They are watching everything. They are watching where the drinks are coming from. They are keeping track. They are walking to the loo with you. They are are, are watching for symptoms of, of spiking. And the symptoms are that suddenly you are exhausted and you can't keep your eyes open and your limbs go heavy and you can't walk. They are watching for this so that one of you is always playing the guard and the protector because life happens. It's not always pretty. Sometimes it's messy. And this is a what-if scenario. Our kids need to be prepared for it. And when they start forming their friendship groups, they need to start looking after each other. And this is the best way um, mm. to actually to, to get through, that somebody is the one who's keeping watch that night. And then everyone else can party, but try not to drink drinks
0: that don't come out of a sealed can or mm. a sealed bottle. Um, your policy on keeping lines of communication open between uh, young people and their parents.
1: So it would be ideal if your kids just checked in with you a couple of times a week. Those first weeks of university, they may not. Of course, some parents are using tracking apps like Life360 where they can see where their kids are. You need to have an agreement with your kids around that. Um, I had a a friend who was really worried last year because the Life360 app showed that her son had not moved for 12 hours. Mm -hmm. Actually, wherever the phone dies... Even if it's in the middle of a field in Stellenbosch where they've been drinking during a party, that is where it looks like your child is for the next twelve hours. Got it. <laughs> Meanwhile he was safe in his residence.
0: <laughs> All right. Fantastic. Oh, that's hilarious. Nikki, very important conversations that we ought to have here. Mostly how do parents breathe through the anxiety of letting go? Yeah.
1: And really, you do need to trust that you've taught your children well. The next couple of weeks are reminding them of what you have instilled in them over the years. And if you haven't taught them some of these basics get to it.
0: Yep. Lovely stuff. Nikki Bush, pleasure as always. Thanks so much. And uh, looking forward to our conversation next week. Fabulous. All right. Nikki Bush, our parenting and human potential expert, uh, just giving us some tips and reminders on what these next few weeks hold for the parents of um, univers- of high school uh, matriculants who are off to university, perhaps going off on the gap year. But essentially, how do we let go and uh, let them free?